Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Never miss a week. Here we are. Here we are. Despite all the weeks that I want to miss. We don't have to do this, Joey. You don't have to call I know, me. That's true. I know. I know. But uh, who starts a who starts a phone call with their friend with? You know, we do this even though I don't want to do it. Well, this morning I was just so <laughs> comfortable in my bed, and I was like, "Oh, I could masturbate or do catching up." Ew. Which you know Ew. what's so funny is, oh, Mike. Everyone should know. Mike wrote to me on Google Hangouts not more than twenty minutes yeah. ago. Oh, I'm I didn't coming. Mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I time slipped away from me this morning, and so you sent me a message on Google Hangouts, which doesn't like notify me unless I'm looking at Google Hangouts. Mm-hmm. So when I finally clicked over to my Gmail, it had been a few minutes mm-hmm. since you had even sent it, and you were like, "I guess I'm playing a song, waiting for no, you." That's not what I'm I like, meant. Oh, I didn't fuck. mean. It. I mean, it. I didn't mean it like that. I meant it. Yeah, like but, you go ahead. like you were starting, and I was like not even present. You know, so. That's here's, all I meant. Here's the sad thing. Everyone should know. If you if you tune in uh, live on Mixer.com slash Afterthought Media on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. You Eastern. Can do, yeah, yeah, you can do Joe's work for him. <laughs> find a news story. Oh, are people doing that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a few, you got a few uh, suggestions, everyone including should. an L.A. Times link. Um, so that's great. Yeah, everyone should know. I, was, I, did, I forgot to do a news story. So people in the chat room are giving me news stories. <laughs> Yeah, so you're missing out on um, our audio problems too. <laughs> oh yeah, we had audio problems, guys. You're there's okay. There's after breakfast tea, and then there's before breakfast, and yeah, before, before coffee. Bre- <laughs> before breakfast is just me going hello, and Mike Lawson going hello, and uh, no one can hear each other, and and then I pretend I'm a DJ. Oh, could the chat hear both of us? Yeah. Oh, that's fun for them. <laughs> Anything I, that I can that. hear, anything I can hear, they can hear better. How does that song go from uh, that uh-huh. horrible? That was it. Oh, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh. Everyone, if anyone wants to know why I'm not on Broadway, uh, there you go. There's your answer. Also, I'm a short, fat Mexican. What's uh, up with you? Do you have any news? Sto- I mean, um, personal stories that you were going to tell me about? What's going on? Yeah, last weekend, my parents were like, "Do you want to go to dinner?" And I was like, sure. You're, if you're buying, I'm having, right? Yeah, yeah. And they were like, we're going to Sizzler. 
That, but they Your were favorite. That was the fancy sizzler, right? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm down for the fancy sizzler. Okay. Now here's the deal. Now, this might be surprising to people. There, I think one thing that Mike Lawson and I have in common is I've been like this since I'm a child. But I'm a big rule follower, especially in public spaces. Yeah. Like if there is a yeah. set rule, I will follow it to the letter. Okay. Right. And so my parents are not like this at all, okay? I learned this the hard way the last – I think I may have talked about this in the show. The last time I went with just my father to – when my mom was at that Christian retreat and we went to the Fancy Sizzler and uh, my dad got some meal at Sizzler and then had me get the um, um, all-you-can-eat – what is it called? Salad bar? Mm -hmm. And then had me get him food. Right. And I was like mortified, right? <laughs> so uh-huh. I wanted the salad bar again, but I didn't want to get it if no one else was getting it because they would force me to break the rules. Yeah. Right? So my mom said, I think I'm going to get uh, – well, she was going to get like, like a chicken breast, but she wanted to add the salad bar. And I was like, perfect. Then she can do all the <laughs> – the dirty yeah, work. The hard work. The, yeah, the work that I don't like. <laughs> the right? smuggling. Yeah, the smuggling and all this stuff, right? And uh, my dad got whatever. She'll be our cottage cheese mule. Yeah. And then my dad got the steak and all you can eat shrimp, you know, which is super, okay. super healthy. And then um, I got the salad bar, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we go. And if anyone had, if you've never been to a Sizzler, you. Boy, are you missing out. Boy, are you missing out on a culinary adventure. But also, it's one of these places where you order and a register first and pay and do all that first. And then you sit down. And I guess there's a waiter. There's a person who brings you. There's a waiter, but they don't take your order. You already ordered. Yeah. But they bring it's you the food. It's kind of like a it. half waiter. They'll, like, clear your plates and get you a refill of a drink. Won't they do that? Or do you refill your own drinks now? No, 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 no. They, they'll, they'll refill your drink. They, they, yeah, half waiter okay. is the best way to put it. They don't take your order, but they do everything else. Okay? Yeah. So, and they come and they check in on you, right? Well, if you have the salad bar, you can go right away to the salad bar, right? So, now, again, I'm one of the people because I'm polite. This is not a rule. I'm going to wait till my father and my mom get their main courses before I be, since the salad bar is my main course, I'm just going to sit there because I am not a savage, right? And I am going to wait until they get their entrees to get my salad bar stuff, right? So, sure. I'm, I'm sitting there. This is all, everyone, this is all necessary. So my mom immediately gets up and gets a salad bar, and she gets stuff for herself, and then she brings my my dad like chicken wings, right? Mm-hmm. And he starts eating the chicken wings, and there's signs all over the place playing like "Do not share food," right? And I'm so sort of mortified. There's signs. Oh yeah, there are signs <laughs> that say this. It's so classy, right? Yeah, it's a classy <laughs> joint, right? Yeah. So uh, anyway. Um, so then, like you put up, you put up these signs because you're like, we are going to have arguments, and we need to point to a sign in yeah, this yeah, argument yeah, yeah. so we can win. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the waitress oh, comes to bring our cheesy bread or whatever, and my my dad sees he's coming, and he like takes a napkin and stuffs the chicken bone in the napkin, and is like sitting there like the most guilty person ever, like as if she she probably knows she's like that's going to deal right, and yeah. he stuffs it under there right, and so. Um, that, that happens a couple of times, and finally, right now, and now he's gotten like audacious. Now she goes. He basically has a plate in front of him, right, of right. food that he's eating, right. And so yeah. I don't have anything because I'm waiting like a polite person. So the waitress comes back 
with my mom's meal and yeah. my dad's meal. And she sees a plate of food from my dad. So she goes, so she, put, I have nothing. So she puts his meal in front of me, right? So she goes, this is for you, right? And I said, yes. And my parents are so fucking dumb. They go, no, it's not. Joey, what are you talking about? That's not for you. And I go, yes, it is. I ordered the steak and all you can eat. No, you didn't. I ordered that. And I'm all, guys, I ordered this. No, Joey, why are you trying to take your father's food? You got the salad bar. I'm like, guys, I ordered this. Mm-hmm. Fine, fine. And so the waitress walks away. She's everything. The waitress is even like, "Is everything okay?" And we're like, "Yes." And then he walks away. My dad's like, "You know, you got a real problem, man. You got a yeah. real problem." And I go, "What?" And then he goes, "Oh, okay. I apologize. Now I know what you were doing." Okay, and I was like, good. "Figure this out way later after afterwards." So <laughs> I just, I actually decided I can't, um, I can't go to Sizzler or any place with my parents. I will say. Uh, during the week, and this isn't real, a real story, but I'll tack it on here because it's kind of related. Uh, I was doing my last day at Paramount High School. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, anyone, you don't, anyone doesn't know where it is, but it's on the other side of where my brother lives. Okay. And my parents were with my brother, and my brother asked my parents if he wa- they wanted to go to dinner. And they were going to go to, they were going to the Summit House in Brea, right? And, or Fullerton, sorry. I don't know where it is. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I is was that like, the one with the? Wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking of somewhere else. Go on. And it's, it's, it's at the top of a hill. So yeah, then, I was, the ahead. place I was thinking of is in Phoenix. <laughs> so, <I> was, <laughs> oh, you don't want to know something? You know I'm something? old. Here's some tea, and I know John Marty. Oh, not John Marty. I know John Arch is going to know the place I'm talking about. Uh-huh. But um, there's a, a restaurant that burned down. I got to be careful what I say here, actually. This is after breakfast. I'm going to write down after breakfast. Okay, weird, but okay. Yeah. Restaurant. Remember about the restaurant in Anaheim that burned down? All right. All right. Anyway, so they were. my mom goes, we're going to the Summit House. Do you want to go? And I said, you know what? I'd look like a pig. And and also, I wouldn't be there until like 7 because of traffic. Right? (laughs) And my mom's like, okay. And my brother. So my brother gets really. I'm very my brother, right? And, in fact, this story is very my brother. So he goes, he calls me, he goes, well, I really want you to come. And I go, well, I won't be there to stop. He's like, yeah, it's too late. He's like, hold on. And so he called me back, and he's like, we've moved it to uh, uh, Clearman's Northwood Inn. Have you ever been to this Clearman's Northwood no. Inn? Oh, my God. I don't, I've never heard of it. It's a very small chain in the L.A. area. I think there were more, but now it's down to, like, two, Right. Mm-hmm. It looks like an uh, old lodge, like that would you find it like in like Alaska. It's like a giant mm-hmm. lodge, and it even has like fake snow with icicles melting down. Okay, <laughs> okay. And you go there, and Mike Lawson, it is the heaviest food. There is no light dish on this menu. Everything is fried or a big piece of meat or lobster. Yeah. It's like cheese, and all the sides are like. You know, cheesy yeah. gratin potatoes, or or like it's uh, very very starchy, very very heavy. Right? Yeah, I have a boner. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm all like, okay, that's fine because this is actually closer to me. I could be there in 20 minutes. Okay, from where I am. So Great. they meet me there, <clears throat> and my brother's because my brother's pain, right? He's buying if he's buying, I'm having right. 
And so my brother, this is very, my brother's very generous of him. He's like, I, like basically telling you to get the most expensive thing on the menu. And if you don't, why are you not getting that? You're not paying. Get, get it, get it, get it, get it, right? Yeah. Mike Lawson, I am still so sick. Because my stomach is, can't have that kind of food anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm still, right now, I'm literally sipping on Alka-Seltzer right now. Because What did you get? Well, I didn't. What's funny is I had a compromise, and because everything was like a giant steak and potatoes, I just like, oh, I can't have that, right? Because mm-hmm. okay, and so I got like the appetizer platter, which had like chicken wings and mozzarella sticks. And mm-hmm. by the way, Fat Cap comes out on uh, Wednesday on <laughs> Patreon, but um, mozzarella sticks and onion rings and fried zucchini, yeah. you know, and a milkshake. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. And I'm still, but everybody, my parents got sick too. And they didn't have that stuff. They had like a steak and lobster. Just like, just like, like severe heavy. indigestion. Yeah. It's so heavy. We're not used to eating that heavy. I don't know if yeah. they're still paying the price. I'm still paying the price. So yeah. I'm going to take it light today. <clears throat> you see, that's my, my body even saying that. But, um, <clears throat> yeah. So the point is, uh, uh, my my family likes to go to very uh, heavy, elaborate restaurants, and that's why I'm fat. All right, thank you. What's going on with you, Mike Lawson? <laughs> that's fun. Um, nothing, to be perfectly honest. Like, I have such a boring life, and I'm so happy with that. I did go on a date last night. Oh. Um, <clears throat> oh, 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 two things. Update. On last episode, I told you about a date I went on where he was like, see you at the gym sometime. Like he was clearly oh, okay. done yeah. with me. You remember this? Yes, yes. Um, so I saw him. So when he said that, I was like, "Ha, huh, jokes on you!" Because I'm working these night shifts. I'm like not going in the times when I would see him ever again. Mm-hmm. But I forgot that Saturdays. Oh, there's a weird overlap in our schedules, so it mm-hmm. could possibly happen. Mm-hmm. And I fucking saw him on Saturday. Oh, I to, like. like <clears throat> say hello do i not say hello do i whatever Mm -hmm. so i just waved and he kind of like he doesn't wear both of us don't wear glasses when we're like actually working out so we struggle to like see people Mm -hmm. um that's something we talked about so i waved and then after he like focused he smiled and waved yeah and then uh he texted after and was like i I didn't recognize you uh until you got a little bit closer or something lol Mm mm-hmm and then I said, like, ha-ha. <laughs> okay. And that, that's where it's at. So that's done. Um, but then, Joey, yeah. I'm done with apps, by the way. That's the conclusion of all of this. And, I'm shutting yes. it down. Yeah. I'm not, I, I've never gone back. Oh, I'll go back. Oh. <laughs> it's like crack. Like, I will be there. But, okay. So date last night was uneventful and boring. But mm-hmm. I knew this is a shitty part is – on the app, he was, like, very handsome. And then when we met, he was still very handsome. But, like, have you know when, like, someone is a good photograph but not a good kind of, like, video? Mm-hmm. Yes. He he was that. And so, I mean, it wasn't just, it wasn't just um, that superficial kind of thing that mm-hmm. wasn't a good connection. It was also just, like, he was just fucking weird and, like. We spent like an hour and a half talking about how much he hated that he had to clean up after his roommates. <laughs> oh, what a horrible date. It was just awful. Um, just a weird, weird connection. And um, Did you still bang that. him? 
No, I would have, but no. Oh, you would have. Nah, like the uh, situation wasn't right. But we. He was alive. <laughs> the co- there were there were cops down the street. Okay. <laughs> no. Um. But but that leads me to the next part, which is I'm just done with apps. I'm still gonna keep Grinder though because I like to take I draw people's faces from Grinder a lot. Oh, you do. <laughs> yeah. And so I think like. I'll keep it for that. Mm-hmm. But then do I keep it and like still talk to people or do I, with the understanding that I'm not meeting anybody, I'm done mm-hmm. for a while. I'm going celibate. Um, I, see, I'm not, I, I, I don't like the, I find them to be, um, draining. Yes. And draining redundant. And, and redundant. And they take, they, they make the worst come out of me. Yeah. Like, I we've feel, talked about this yeah. on here plenty. Yeah. So I just try and stay away from the apps. Also, by the way, you know, uh, for a nice-looking gentleman like you, I think the apps are very easy. I have to work extra hard. Don't get me wrong. I've done fine on the apps. But it's I'm not like a – I'm a, I would never do well on this Tinder. Mm. What's swipe left? That to, to ignore them or – what's swipe right? Yeah. What's right swipe left? I think left is like – I don't want to talk to them. Yeah, I must swipe left. I must swipe left. No, you need to talk to me for me. Like, I I wouldn't do... Everyone would swipe left. The the world would... I would swipe left on me. Everyone would swipe left on me. But... That's not true. But, uh... Well, no. Look, remember, I've been on this... uh, These, like... It's just... Everyone's just Nick. (laughs) Every app I would be on would just be Nick. Gross. I know. Like, hey, he's found me on, like, every app. I can't run away from this person. Yeah. If that was my reality, I would go off the grid. <laughs> exactly. That's what I've done. Um, all right. Um, is that your story? Joey. Um, yeah. All That's right. my life right now. Oh. From the mountains to the sea oh. to all of California. This is the Catching Up News Report. What's going on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? Joey, this is California news. California adds South Carolina to the state-funded travel ban. Effective April 15th, California won't allow state-funded trips to South Carolina over its policy that allows faith-based adoption discrimination. California lawmakers approved a bill in 2016 that prohibited state agencies and legislature from allowing staff to travel to a state that allows discrimination on base of sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is now included in a list of nine states. So Alabama, Kansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, mm-hmm. Mississippi, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, and Texas are also on the list. Um, what do you think about this? Like, in you know, like our tax dollars that we're putting into our state government aren't getting spent in those states that are doing the, these things that's kind of cool right yeah i'm all for it i'll tell you why now now some some people might be like uh you know i i I, i'm sure there's some sort of argument that you would listen to about the other side but here's here's my thing (laughs) one is we are probably the most uh we're like the biggest state i know we're not the biggest state land wise you know, but we're the biggest state in terms of a size of economy and, and population. And, 
you know, I don't mind throwing our weight around to in in this kind of way to uh, make the world a bit a better place. You know, you know the problem with the way the government works, and I, I don't have a problem with this, is. Is the founding fathers really did not see okay. what was coming, and so they set it up so that uh, they really wanted to protect the rights of the not minorities. When I say like minorities, the way we understand, but like the minority, like who's not in power, they wanted they didn't want it to be like a majority just stomping all over people. And so like the government is set up to protect the rights of the people of the party or whoever is in the minority, whether it be smaller states or whether it be a bunch of things, right? But yeah. I think that leads to a lot of inequity nowadays because now you have states like Montana has like four people in it, but they have two senators that carry just as much weight as our senators and we have the big state. And I know that there's con- you know Congress and the the representation balances that I don't want to get into it. But the point is it's very difficult to get things out of the government because of that. And so if we can use our economic and, uh, and, uh, power to so, – because, you know, there is the saying, as California goes, so goes the nation. And I don't mind using that uh, that bully pulpit, if you will. I know that's not really the correct use, but you get what I'm saying. The, the little the stick that we have to beat South Carolina and to stop being uh, against gay people. Could the argument be made that not spending money in these states is hurting people that live in those states? Not, you know, yeah. you know, like the industry that supports like conferences and stuff like yeah. those people are suffering now because we're not spending dollars. There. Yeah. And so then I would say that you have to elect representatives who are going to change that. Mm. Yeah, I guess that is the argument, right? Like mm-hmm. people would love to hurt. go back. Fix it. These film companies would love to go back to North Carolina. It's so cheap, right, to film things there, right? Yeah. But they're not going to do it as long as you have a ban on transgender people going to the bathroom. You know what I mean? I yeah. simplified it. But but the point is, like, like I don't mind that. I'm all, I'm all for it. Okay. That, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I connected the dots. I get it. Faith-based I'm, adoption. I mean, I'm, I, of course, was for it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> and I always have been. But Who would ever want to go to South Carolina? It was South Carolina you said, right? Don't shit on South Carolina right now. <laughs> All the Carolinas are problems. We already did. They, they're maybe slow to adapt to the world we're living in. Do you think we have any we're listeners the- that live in South or North Carolina? Yeah. Yes, we do. Who? Um, hold on. I will tell you even how many downloads we have from there. Oh, you can do uh, you can do that. Well, you know, yeah. Well, why don't you uh, you tell us uh, your <clears> news <throat> story while I pulled up that data for okay, us? Okay, I'm going to do that right now, Mike Lawson. Now, Mouseketeers, here's one thing we want you always to remember. Come along oh. and sing our song. Mike Lawson. Human mora- remains found at home of original Mouseketeer reported missing last summer. Oh. Human remains have been found at a home. Sing. Pardon me? Oh, no, I was just singing. Oh, would you sing along to it? Okay. Anyway, human remains have been found at a home belonging to original Mickey Mouse Club Mouseketeer Dennis Day, according to the Hollywood Reporter and Variety. Both wow. show business politici- oh, publications said Day, now 76, was reported missing last July. The former child star lived in Phoenix, Oregon, where he supposedly left town and was leaving behind his husband of 45 years, who was reportedly suffering from dementia and living in assisted care. 
How Day mm. got back into the home and how long he was there remains a current mystery. The home had been previously searched, according to Oregon State Police. The remains have not been positively identified. Okay? Now, um... So, it's so funny. Just a couple of years... Oh, hold on. Let's say goodbye. This is for Dennis Day. See you real soon. But See you real not, soon. But hopefully not too soon. Why? Because we like you. Dennis Day. You know, a few years ago, a listener, Wes Stone and I, went with the Johns, actually, and we went to go see, they did a big reunion of uh, the Mickey, original Mickey Mouse Club at uh, D23. Yeah. Because, you know, Evil John is a big Mickey Mouse Club fan. So I'm, I'm very curious to know how he's responding to this, by the way. It kind of reminds me, I'm listening, um, well, I, I'm not. I don't want to change the subject. Maybe I should do that at the end. There's a podcast this reminds me of that I want to tell you about. But um, I'm. Does it surprise you that I guess like there are creeps in every industry? I mean, (laughs) I don't know. Well, here's the deal: is I feel with these child stars, there's always just drama that follows these child stars. What do you think happens that they, all these child stars are all fucked up and weird shit happens? This isn't the only drama that's occurred in the Mickey Mouse Club, you know? Um, but wh- what do you think it is, Lawson? I don't... I mean, it, it maybe it fucks with, like, your ego early on yeah. and you sort of, like, expect the world to always be that easy or that... I mean, easy is not the right word, but always that sort of like the way that it kind of things are handed to you and other things are difficult, like that becomes your reality. And then like you have to grow up and that's tough. Nobody teaches you how to do it. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Well, also, I think it's because when you get that level of popularity and then it goes away, it must be very hard to readjust when everyone's kissing your ass and you're the most special, yeah. wonderful child. I mean, that's what isn't that what that whatever happened to baby Jane is all about? And um, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> also like this this guy who's working at Trader Joe's or driving Uber. Do you know what I mean? Like, how do you go get a regular job? How do you become an accountant? How yeah. do you just, you know, settle for something? Yeah. It's harder. Well, and, and I think, it, you know, even even at a higher level, I think, you know, a lot of reports have been in the media about Justin Bieber's mental health. And I think it has to... Everyone could have seen this coming. And at a certain point, he's going to age out, you know, because his audience was mostly young teenage girls, you right. know? And, and it's weird because I feel he in a, in, was always kind of rejecting that by covering his body in tattoos like that. And um, yeah. and grow, trying to look as weird as possible, but then when you lose, he's still a celebrity. But now, you know, essentially Justin Bieber was a real musician, a little talented kid musician, and now he's no longer respected as a musician. He's just seen as a celebrity. And right. how does he continue to make money? Like, I guess he could tour, but who's? I mean, I'm I'm sure he sees the right on the wall more than we do, uh, and it, maybe that's just driving him crazy. You go crazy. Yeah. It's, I mean, a good 
business sort of like advice could have helped him through that. And who knows, maybe he got some, maybe he's doing, maybe his money's in some sort of like producing or something that will get, give him some substantial. Well, income. I, I, think, know I, mean? I think Justin Bieber is luckier than a lot of these kids and that he does actually, people don't know this have real musical talent. And so he should just take a few years off and then reinvent himself. A la Justin Timberlake. Allah. Yeah. Praise Allah, Justin Timberlake. And so, uh, and and do that. I don't know. Uh, all right. Any other news stories, Mike Lawson? Wait, yeah, this oh, yeah. reminds me of a podcast that I am uh, just found. Uh, it's called Uncover mm-hmm. in season, I think it's season three. It's called The Village. Uh-huh. And it's about this, um, uh, it, basically a serial killer in Toronto that was mm-hmm. targeting the gay community. And it's really fascinating. And they tell you right away who did it. So it's not like a uh, one of those that kind of toys with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super good. I like a, a true crime podcast all of a sudden. Oh, those are really popular right now. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out also that Big Fatty lives in South Carolina, Joey. <laughs> well, he needs and, to get on it and write to his uh, his lawmakers and find out to get rid of this dumb uh, faith-based yeah. adoption thing. So yeah, uh, up, get rid of them. I pulled up stats. South Carolina, so it goes from light to heavy. Um, South Carolina <clears> is <throat> a light download state for us, mm-hmm. um, but we, I mean, there's still a substantial amount of downloads. They're probably all big fatty though. <laughs> yeah, on all his devices. Yeah, in the last ninety days, there were forty-eight downloads in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's all big fatty, right? Mm-hmm. All big fatty. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, all in ninety days there were forty eight downloads from South Carolina? Yeah. Oh that's yeah. It's all big fatty. One hundred percent. Pennsylvania is heavy. It What's is in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, Illinois, Oregon, Washington. What's the biggest state? California. Oh, okay. Which makes sense. I mean yeah. you know, it's you and I. We both mm-hmm. download plus all of our you know, the peop our network is heavy in California. Okay, so that's six people. Go on. Um Ooh, interesting. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was about to throw some shade on someone I know who lives in this state <laughs> and doesn't download. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Uh inside baseball, that's dumb. Uh what is your uh your wait, did you do your uh, news story? Yeah, you did. I did my news story. What else is going on? Anything else? <laughs> okay, yet another story about my crazy ass parents. So oh, my God. mom has a hairstylist named Rhonda. Okay. Mm-hmm. They also have one of those. If you ever call me or anything, that they have a phone. Every old person, I think it's a, a. I think it must be government issued, where you have a landline and you have a phone that announces who's calling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very big. It's very important to older people that they know who's calling, and it has yeah. to be announced throughout the house. Okay. Right. So my mom goes to get her hair. But my mom goes to get her hair done. My, the place is literally two minutes from our house. So to my mom, that means she could be late. So she's always late to see this hairstylist. Right? Opposite yeah. of what I would do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, and I've even been there. It's not like even like she's running late. I've been there where it's like, you know, five minutes before and she's just like in her pajamas or something like that. You know, like just <laughs> not ready to go. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so she leaves. She's running late to, and this happened all the time. And she's running late and then Rhonda calls. And we have to say, oh, she's there. You know, she's on her way. Whatever. It's, it, it happens every time, right? 
So my mom leaves, again, running late. <clears throat> ring, ring, Rhonda. So I'm just like, I, my mom's going to be there any sec. I'm not going to answer that, right? Yeah. Rings. Again, the phone rings. Ring, ring, Rhonda. Okay, phone call from Rhonda. Mike. Okay. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> then, uh, by the way, there are no phones anywhere near where I am. I just hear it, right? And my dad's downstairs. And then like, it rings again. I go, you know what? This is weird. I go, why would Rhonda still be calling? Maybe my mom should have been there right now. So I go, Dad, can you answer the phone? Why am I going to answer? It's Rhonda. Your mom is running late. And I go, Dad, she's called three times. Not going to answer. We, this, we, Joey, we go to this every single time, right? I go, yeah. I think there's something that tells me it might be mom. Why would it be Calling mom? from their phone, yeah. Yeah. She, why would it be mom? She has a cell phone. I go, she has her cell phone. She has a cell phone. I saw her take it. And I go, I don't know. But it's like, the phone stops ringing. Then my phone rings with some random number, okay? R- Rhonda. Yeah, I don't know who this number is, right? And I go... And then it stops, and then the phone rings again. Ring, ring, phone call from Rhonda. I go, Dad, I think it's Mom. No, it is not, Dolly. It is Rhonda. She is waiting for your mom. I go, Dad, what's the number? And he says the number. I go, it's the number that just called on my phone. No, it's yeah. not. Well, then I don't know why. I go, Rhonda, <laughs> I've never met this Rhonda. Why would you have my cell phone number? I don't know, Joey. I don't know. But it's not your mom. It's Rhonda, right? Yeah. So finally, she go two more times. The house rings. Finally, I go okay. You know what? I'm gonna go downstairs. I'm gonna get the phone myself because you're clearly not gonna do it, right? We're we're fighting. Yeah. He goes fine. Hello. Why are you calling me for Rhonda's number? It keeps saying Rhonda. <laughs> oh, your oh, phone is sitting right here. And I was like, Ugh. your mom has your number memorized. Yeah, that's amazing. Because these old people, old people have numbers memorized. I actually know. I, I, mean, I actually know my parents' numbers because they've had these cell phones forever. So I just know them just from the old days. You've had your number forever. Yeah, I'm yeah. Remember to, when I, my Jonathan, my friend who died. Ugh. Yeah. I was trying to pick a cell phone company in like the year two thousand, and yeah. Jonathan was like, "This is this is when this was important." He goes, "You should go with Verizon because my family is with Verizon." And we can have, you know, that's when you used to have like in network free calling. Phone to phone or yeah. something. Sell yeah. this out. It was like some sort of in yeah. network. Yeah. yeah. He goes, then we can have free calling. And I go, okay. That's, that's the only reason I went with Verizon, right? Yeah. I go to Verizon. Mike, a month later, goes, oh, we switched to ATT. Verizon sucks. <laughs> oh, so angry. But he didn't have any say over I that. I know, but, the way, but you know how he was. The way he acted was like, I was the dummy. Yeah. You know, and I was like, ugh. Jonathan. Anyway, uh, but I, yeah, I've been I've been with Verizon ever since. Same phone number, same company. Yeah, you know, I got I, really I freaked actually out. Actually, feel like go ahead. If a gun was to my head, I could probably remember your number. Do I, it. I mean, Let's I barely know it. my own number. Hmm? Do it. Let's see if you could do it. Well, I just looked at it, so that's not uh, fair. Never mind. Yeah. I don't know your number. Yeah, mine's been the same since I've lived in Phoenix. It's I made a switch then and just got a new. Oh, I inherited my like Google number. Do you know your parents' cell phone numbers by heart? Nope. Nope. Sister? Nope. Nope. Whose numbers do you know by heart? Nobody's. 
Oh. Barely mine? Maybe yours? That's really it. I don't know. I know what you're saying, but like, I don't know Adam Vaught's cell phone number. I don't know. I don't. I know. I know my parents and my brothers and my sister-in-law. Uh, I think because they've just had it forever, and it's, in the old days, I just needed to know it, right? But yeah. Um, other than that, wait. What did your mom want though? Just to know that her phone was at home. Yeah. Could I bring it to her? Oh. Yeah. Because she was going to be there a while. Yeah. I brought right, it to I'll her. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, what do you got going on next week? Something oh, that, more. Those are all your stories. Yeah, I'm done. Oh, okay. I'm. I mean, unless you want to talk about um, other phone numbers, packing we don't my know. lunch, packing my lunch, uh, walking to the train, mm-hmm. walking home from the train. That's well. Yesterday, I will say yesterday. Uh, oh, I have another little quick story. Yeah. So yesterday, John Paul and I went to go see this movie. Us. Have you seen us? No. Oh, yeah, we did talk yesterday a little bit. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were on our way to go see the movie Us, okay? And, um, you know, I went, you know, I only go to that swanky movie theater in Hollywood, okay? Mm-hmm. The Arclight mm-hmm. Hollywood. And uh, I bring that up because after the movie, I had to pee so badly. John Paul and I went to go pee. So we're walking, and you have to go to the bathroom. You have to go down this, like, kind of narrow hallway. Mm-hmm. And as we're walking to the bathroom, just chatting with John Paul, there's a guy walking by himself, okay? And there's no one else in the hallway. It's this guy by himself, and then me and John Paul passing each other. And I look at him, and it takes me go, I know that guy. Why do I know that guy? And as I'm passing by, as I'm hitting the door, he's already passed by me. I go, that's Eric Garcetti, the mayor of L.A. Oh, wow. Right? And I, so I, when we get in the bathroom... I tell John Paul, I go, did you see who we just passed in the hallway? And he goes, uh, no, who? I go, the mayor. And he goes, what? How do you know it's the mayor? I go, I just recognized him. I go, don't you think it's weird he has no bodyguard? And John Paul bodyguard? goes like, yeah. And I, John Paul goes, why would he have a bodyguard? And I go, he's the mayor of like the second biggest. I'm not, I go, look, a whole secret service detail? No. But at least like. A guy who's just around, you know? Yeah. You think so? I kind of... The mayor of Los Angeles? I feel I like... I mean, I don't even think the governor of the state has security that would walk around with him. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Unless he's... No, I don't... Not to, like, the grocery store. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm going on. I go, don't you think it's weird? The mayor... And I go, I pass by the mayor, and he, I go, I will say, John, he's kind of hot. And he was like, oh, really? I'm all, yeah, I, I totally, we're in the bathroom talking about this, right? Yeah. I told you the mayor, I go, I don't know why he didn't have a bodyguard. Anyway, right? And I'm washing my hands, there's some guy there. Jean-Paul and I walk outside, and Jean-Paul actually walked out before me, right? And then uh, I'm standing there, and Jean-Paul goes like, oh, look, he is with people. And I go, and he's with a group of people. One of them is the guy that was in the bathroom with me and John Paul the whole time. <gasps> the one I was standing next to watching. <laughs> and now we're I'm <laughs> I'm walking right we're walking right behind them now down the stairs. And I, I I'm sure he's used to it or something like that. But, sure. but you guys didn't say anything no, awful. Didn't say anything. It was we all flattering stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you yeah, talked yeah. about how bonable he was out loud, right? Yes. Did, did oh, yeah, you yeah, say yeah. he was hot? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. As we're peeing. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. That's so funny. So, you know, he told the mayor that later. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, that's the only one other story I had that I didn't tell you. 
Um, cool. John Marti said, okay, so John Marti in the chat room says, I would expect one guard, but then he says, I don't know what this means. Do you know what this means? Yes, he does. Perhaps when I said the governor doesn't, I don't think that the governor even has security. Well, he here's said, what's yes, shocking. He yes, here's what's shocking. I've yeah. always thought this was weird. Supreme Court justices don't necessarily have security, which I think is weird. Huh. Because I know people who talk about, like, uh, maybe maybe my friend Jonathan who died, or other people I know who live in D.C. were like, oh, yeah, I went to Trader Joe's and saw Sonia Sotomayor. I'm like, she doesn't have security? Like, no. Huh. And I'm like, huh. And maybe it, like, depends on what they're doing. Like, maybe they have security people that, you know what I mean, go to events or something, specific-sized events or maybe advertised events you know if my name is on a flyer i might be more of a target than if i'm just like at the movie theater i guess the fact that he was with people it was like four or five people i was like okay that makes more sense you know but just him cruising around by himself that just seemed weird to me Hmm. anyway who knows who knows uh uh, going on this week i might go to palm springs um mercedes and my pizza party friends are going to be in palm springs i was invited to go but Someone pointed out to me that it's going to be Coachella this coming weekend. Yeesh. And I'm like, oh, I just don't even want to deal. Someone just got shot at Toucan Sam's in Palm Springs. Did you see that? What? Yeah, somebody got shot. At two, what? what uh, wait, what, what's the story here? Just I'm, at the gay bar, somebody walked in with a gun, shot someone. That, it was like someone they knew. Oh. Shot him. I don't think it was like, you know, like a a, a okay, like where a, he was going in to shoot a bunch of people up. It yeah. was just like he had a target and went in and shot him. Mm-hmm. From what I, I, I mean, I only read headlines. I don't actually read yeah. news stories unless we're on the air. Yeah, I'm so. like you. I was telling John Paul yesterday a headline. He goes, "What happened here?" I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just read the headline. <laughs> All right, Joey, let's wrap this shit up. Um, it was really nice catching up with you today. Go to hell, Mike. Okay. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. (laughs) 